Good morning, listeners, and welcome to Mercury, a broadcast of hope. I'm Dr. Rosalind Clark, here today with Max O'Brien, and it's day 1062 since we came back on the air. Today, Max has something he'd like to share with all of you. Wait, hang on. You're going to let me talk about it? Sure. Why not? You were gone for three weeks. I'm sure some of the listeners missed hearing these. Okay. You don't need to be like that. You've complained before about how we're not supportive, and now that I'm showing a little support, you're acting like you don't trust me. Sorry, it's just very unexpected. And I did just escape from a cult. That's true. Anyway, get on with it. Okay. So, listeners, while I was captured by the cult, I had a lot of time to think. As many of you know, one of the things I like to think about is where the zombies came from, or more recently, where the protozoan parasite that Dr. Clark believes caused the zombies came from. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, Dr. Clark, but this is weird. It's, it, it's making me uncomfortable. Fine. Listeners, before Max continues, I want to make sure it's absolutely clear to everyone that even though I'm trying to show support for his imaginative thinking... The entire idea he's about to present is utter nonsense. Thanks. That helps a lot. Anytime. Anyway, so this cult is set up kind of like a little mini community. I didn't get a handle on exactly how many people were in it, but it looked to be a couple dozen maybe, and they had supplies. Food and water, obviously, but they also had a very respectable store of various kinds of medicine. Did they show it to you? No. But I overheard them talking about it. They've got aspirin and a few other painkillers, a a small handful of antibiotics, which actually might be more dangerous than helpful since I don't think they had a full course. Having any at all at this point is fairly impressive. I know, right? But the really interesting thing to me was the fact that they had antihistamines. I remember it well. I was trying to sleep but was having trouble. And evidently, so was one of the other cultists, because I could hear him complaining about it to someone else who kept acting like they'd like to be asleep themselves, except this guy wouldn't shut up. So the second guy suggested the first guy, the insomniac, that he take a dose of antihistamine. Seems reasonable. That's what I thought. I considered asking if I could have one too, but the insomniac said that he couldn't afford it, so... They must ration the medicine out with some kind of internal barter system, and then went on to say that it wouldn't even do him any good even if he could afford it because it made him feel like a zombie the next day. And that's when it clicked. Oh, it did a lot more than click. It clunked and rattled as your brain short-circuited. Look, I know it's just a turn of phrase, and it's one that I'm honestly surprised has survived the zombie apocalypse. The zombies aren't metaphorical anymore, and I haven't heard anybody talk about them like they were in a long time. But that's totally what this guy said. And that's when I started thinking about how you've talked about the complicated life cycles of parasites, and how sometimes they have multiple steps and need specific conditions. Here it comes, folks. Buggle up. What if some people had these parasites in their bodies for years, but they were benign? because they were stuck on a portion of their life cycle that they couldn't get out of. And what if the catalyst that launched them into the next portion of their progression was antihistamines? So, to be clear, you're suggesting that a protozoan parasite was living in someone's body, 
possibly having been passed around to several other people over the course of some unknown period of time that was possibly measured in years, but nobody knew it because it wasn't doing anything yet. And then one day it somehow responded to a dose of antihistamine and turned somebody into a zombie, and the rest is history? Yes. And if it's true, wouldn't that give you more knowledge to work with and maybe guide you or someone else to a potential cure? If it were true, then yes, it would. But it's not true. How do you know? Because that's not how antihistamines work. Max, you said it yourself. When that person said it turned them into a zombie, it was a metaphor. Antihistamines are good for alleviating allergies, and they have a side effect for some people that causes drowsiness. But that's it. There's nothing in any of my research from before or during the apocalypse that would indicate that an antihistamine would interact with a parasite in any way. What if the parasite was allergic to something? Like, what if the parasite was allergic to us? I'm not even going to dignify that with a response. Okay, well, listeners, looks like another great idea down the drain. Thanks for coming on the air with me to talk about it, Dr. Clark. Anytime. Good to have you back, Max. Now sign us off. Oh, and you'd better get started brewing more methanol to cover today's broadcast usage of fuel. You have a lot of catching up to do on your chores. Uh-huh. Okay. For Mercury, a broadcast of hope, this has been Max O'Brien with Dr. Rosalind Clark. Take care of each other.